Blog Talk Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. 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 Shock 
theory. She's doing some incredible things, and I'm telling you, she has taken it to a whole nother level uh, in this whole business of hers and in the industry. And she is one that is a serial entrepreneur, self-taught digital brand and product architect in technology. And as I said, her firm is Digital Marketing, Live Production, and a technology agency. Her clients are long, long list of clients, range from Ford, American Family Insurance, Burger King, Verizon, I can go on and on. And you know what? She is here with us on the show today. So you know what you need to do. You need to let everybody know to call right now, 347-838-9278. Again, that's 347-838-9278. They can press 1. You can press 1 if you'd like to ask a question here on the show today. And then always, you know, you want to find us on Facebook and Twitter under Wealthy Sisters. And if you've got to run and you're on lunch break and you can't, listen to the entire show, don't worry about it. Remember, you can listen at WealthySistersRadio.com. So once again, Raviella, you know we've got the best of the best here with us today. Our subject is just because of your question today, what is digital disruption and how it can increase your business profitability with none other than our very special guest, Sonia N. Williams. So stay tuned. We're going to have her answer your question today. And again, if you have a question and you would like to us to ask it here on Wealthy Sisters Radio and answer it for you, please send it to family at wealthysistersradio.com. Again, that's family at Wealthy Sisters Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Are you aware that one out of three women veterans have suffered some form of sexual assault and or harassment, which oftentimes causes both physical and psychological injuries? Recent studies show that while post-traumatic stress disorder, known as PTSD, may be a diagnosis, it continues to be unrecognized by the VA and, importantly, remain untreated by the victims. Call Aaron Durden at 800-330-0234 to discuss whether or not you are entitled to veteran benefits. Call me at 800-330-0234. DHerbs.com's Full Body Cleanse works to naturally cleanse and detoxify the body to aid in weight release, enhancing the immune system, and increasing energy levels. The Full Body Cleanse consists of the blood and lymphatic formula, cardiovascular, liver, spleen, and gallbladder, lungs and respiratory, kidneys, bladder, and adrenals, colon and digestive tract, and activated charcoal. When you cleanse your body, you open up the door to healing and rejuvenation. DHerbs.com We're live back here on the Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, and we are celebrating six years this month. And as I said today, you know, as always, we've got great things in store for you. I cannot wait for you to see all of the surprises. And you know what? Today is a spectacular day because we actually have brought back one of our most popular guests, a dynamic woman. I'm telling you, if you don't know this lady, you need to figure out how you can meet her today. She is extraordinary and genius, literally a genius, self-taught. Serial entrepreneur, everything she touches, and this is not hype, turns to gold. And she is on our show today, right here with us on Wealthy Sisters Radio, helping us 
to talk about what is this digital disruption all about and how can it help you increase your business profitability? Well, and without any further delay, I want to welcome to our show my very special friend and guest today, Miss Sonia N. Williams. Sonia, welcome back to Wealthy Sisters. Hey, well, thank you so much for having me. It is such a pleasure to just talk to you and just be on today. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. As I said, I tell you, uh, it's been a thrill to have you on with us. I know several years ago you you were able to grace us with your dynamic presence. And when I talk about development and growth and technology, when I think about digital, I think about marketing, I think about branding, you know whose first name comes to mind? It's not Coca-Cola. It's not some agency that you might see in books. It is Sonia N. Williams. So, sister, we want to say <laughs> congratulations to you for for just being able to take your visions and to make them a reality. Well, I really appreciate it. I think that it's been a, a long road, but it's being it has been a, a rewarding one, and I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's um it's um something I I felt it was a purpose for myself, and after just kind of diving in and getting my feet wet, failing a couple of times, getting back up, getting back, you know, getting back knocked down and getting back up, still fighting, I'm still here um, 17 years later. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's key what you said. Um, When we start this journey or start out on journey, and not just in a journey of business, but in life in general, I think we talk about it a lot here on the show, Sonia, that, you know, for some reason we have this idea that life is supposed to be nothing but um, smooth sailing, that whenever something distracts us or knocks us down, that, you know, that's supposed to be the end. But that is just actually a part of life, and how we respond to it is actually the secret ingredient. And and so you obviously have been able to master that, and I'd really love for you to share your, your, your background on that as well. But before we get into that, we've got a, a lot of new people that are tuning in to us who may not have had the privilege to know a little bit about your background. So if you would, just take a few moments and just share with us where you grew up, where you're from, and how you actually got started on this journey that you're on today. Well, actually, um, I started a company called Shock Theory some years ago, and it kind of grew into this thing, this living, breathing thing on its own as I perfected my talents and where the industry was going. I stay innovative and what we were providing, and I've always was looking for what's the next best thing or how can I approve something, and it just kind of it just kind of happened. For me, I am from Jacksonville, Florida. I've been in Atlanta for the majority of the time. Somebody told me that the Atlanta was the only place that you could go and start a business with no money. <laughs> and so if I had to say, was that true or not? Absolutely. I think that you, once you identify people that are as passionate about, you know, what you're doing as you are about what you're doing, they were certainly willing to help, and I think that I'm a product of that mindset. Now, it doesn't always end up great, but it certainly takes off in a way that you need it to work for you, and you adjust as you go mm-hmm. along. Um, coming from Jacksonville, there wasn't though that type of opportunity for us, especially being an African-American in technology. Heck, I was driving a forklift, right? And so on a forklift, it allowed me to actually 
see processes and how things work. And so I would mm-hmm. then put different patterns and logistics together in my head, and it transitioned into technology, interesting enough. And so mm-hmm. when I came to Atlanta and started, you know, the company, it, was, it wasn't as hard as I thought. I think that Google, going to Google University was the biggest thing I could have done, and now that Google has evolved into this big living thing on its own, it's really exciting to be in the digital space today. So being okay. here mm-hmm. over, um, you know, over more than a decade and being able to create other things as offsprings to what I'm doing is really what it was all about for me. And, you know, you said a couple of things, a lot of things, actually, but I want to kind of hit on some of those uh, that you just mentioned, the passion. Um, You said that Atlanta was a place that you could come with no money, and and if you had that passion, you had that desire, you automatically attract those around you who had that same desire and could be able to develop and grow. How, How strong or how important is it? Would you say for entrepreneur to be passionate about what they're doing or to have some type of passion um, for for, for I think, their I think Absolutely. I think it's one of those things um, that ha- you got to have two of you got to have at least passion and drive mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter mm-hmm. your education, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. your background whether you came poor as you know the rest of us or you came with a silver spoon in your mouth. It really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It matters if you have passion, and with that passion, you are driven to make something happen. So for me, mm-hmm. failure wasn't an option for me or at least mm-hmm. I didn't allow it to be an option for me. And so if something mm-hmm. didn't necessarily go my way and I got knocked down, I simply got back up, readjusted the plan, and I kept going. So it's a lot of times people come and they say, oh, I couldn't make it work, or, you know, the people mm-hmm. in Atlanta, you know, it just didn't happen. Well, the the, the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is is that it's not about the people. Sometimes it's about you. You have to understand right. to right. adjust your own internal plan in order to make something work. And those things that you make the sit of failure, because you made an option for you, that's what it is. So once right, you remove right. the fact that failure is no longer an option, it's not a selection, just take it off your plate. And then use whatever you felt held you back from getting to the next level as a training platform to perfect what it is that you're doing to move forward to the next level. And so with that mindset, it has really propelled me into a space that, honestly, I never thought that I would be here. I never thought that I would be working with Ford Motor Company, never thought I would work with the Grammys, never thought in a million years that I would even be standing on the floor of the MGM Grand calling a multi-million dollar show. I never thought <laughs> that I would write, a, a, you know, a, a, a dance scene where I used, you know, such a soleil as my baseline and got it done. But those are the things <laughs> that... At some point, when you stop dreaming and start achieving the dream, you understand that anything is possible. Anything is impossible. It's possible, absolutely. And you know, just talking about that, I just have so many notes already just from dreaming and and staying true to those dreams and knowing that anything is possible. What was that moment when you when you actually said, "Okay, I'm going to stay focused. I'm going to no matter what," like you said. Failure is not an option because, you know, as an entrepreneur, that that is what we do. We 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 learn from those mistakes in corporate. We're not taught that you know 
know what? Not not really because I don't feel mm-hmm. like I've arrived there. I think that people who felt mm-hmm. like they arrived at that place of accomplishment is comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. comfortable, mm-hmm. and I'm going to stay uncomfortable until it's time for me to sit down and I don't get back up. I think oftentimes right. we think that, oh, we have arrived and we have done this and we have done that. Well, the reality of the situation is that being so focused, you're not focused on actually what you have accomplished. Now, along the way, what's going to happen as you're focusing, you do actually accomplish other things. People will tell you what you accomplished. I remember, mm-hmm. you know, not, I mean, this is really not that long ago, people would say, you know, oh, gosh, you've done so much. I would say, I, I don't think I've done anything. You know, right. people like, what do you mean? Right. Look at this and look at that. I said, well, the problem with that is, and it's, it's not a problem, and it's cool that they recognize that, and that's all good and dandy, but my focus is so on what am I doing next. Not what I'm doing now, right. what, not what I did yesterday, but what am I doing next to better enhance what I am level? doing? Mm-hmm. That's my next level. If you're so focused mm-hmm. on that, um, you know, you don't have time to kind of figure out what you have done. It's okay. Other people will recognize what you've done. What you've done. And that's the difference mm-hmm. between people that are passionate about what it is they're doing and people who are looking for a passion pretending they're doing something. Right, because they're mm-hmm, so focused mm-hmm. on, oh, did I get that award? Oh, is my name on yeah. that marquee? Yeah, it's and not you'll hear, real. You'll right. hear, it's not really real, right? You'll hear celebrities mm-hmm, um, tell you that I didn't even know I was a celebrity until I went to the grocery store, and people ask me for my <laughs> for my name. It's because they were so right. passionate about their music and so passionate about what it is they're doing, they didn't even know that they became this thing, their own brand, and all of that. But nowadays, you got you know these brand developers. Uh, that has no substance is because they're mm-hmm. so busy building their, their their you know retail brand and they the forget outside. to yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. they forget mm-hmm. to actually package their actual talent and when you forget that mm-hmm. you have talent you know and focus mm-hmm. on this brand there is no substance mm-hmm. there. And so mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. me, I've always wanted to simply rely on perfecting my talent and allow the mm-hmm. rest of the stuff to work itself out. To work itself out, you know, it's a, it's a wise and the wisdom book of wisdom it says, you know, your 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 gifts will make room for you. So as you said, master those gifts, master those talents, and like you mentioned earlier, those things will be drawn to you and attracted to you. And I, I'm glad you mentioned that, Sonia, because we have oftentimes people who listen and get all types of feedback. I love this. I want to do this, but I'm afraid. You know, I, I what if I fail and and my always answer is, what if you succeed? <laughs> you know, what if, what if you win uh, to that? What do you say to that person that, that has a lot of goals, they have a lot of dreams, but it's just something in them that they feel like is holding them back from, you know, whatever that fear, however it's manifesting. What do you say to them? Because it takes bold courage. Tell them, because you, you, you I know, can can let them know that, are you ever afraid? Because sometimes people think that you might not be afraid, but are you, um, I guess, immune to fear? I don't think that I'm immune to fear. I do think fear is mm-hmm. a learned behavior. I do think mm-hmm. fear is a very learned behavior because um, my daughter, three years old, will is fearless, is all get out. And mm-hmm. how I could see the danger, she sees none. So she's not fearful. Mm-hmm. She would jump off, you know, a boat in a minute 
you know, because yes. it's fearless. So we we are taught to be fearful of the unknown. But when you right. are an adolescent and you don't know any better, fear does not exist for you, right? Mm-hmm. So people mm-hmm. place fear in other people. Things place fear in other people. Well, mm-hmm. if you practice the art for – if you practice the art of understanding that fear is one of those things that um, you're either going to be fearful of it or you're not. And for me mm-hmm. – um, it was more about if I don't do it, if I didn't mm-hmm. do something mm-hmm. that I you was were afraid of not doing, doing uh-huh, I was uh-huh. afraid of not doing it. So for uh-huh. it, it was reversed for me. And most people, uh-huh. most people are are in a position of control as opposed uh-huh. to a position of being conscious about your purpose. Right? right? People right. don't understand that allowing your conscience to lead you where your purpose is supposed to take you will get you mm-hmm. there. And so I mm-hmm. allow, I listen to my conscience, and everybody has one. It taps you on the shoulder and it says, hey, I want you to go this way, or hey, get off the couch, you know, you need to go work out. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need to mess, mess with that person, or hey, you know, that deal don't even feel good. And they tell me that, mm-hmm. hey, business is not personal. Well, for me, business is very personal. Right, because you pour all your all into something, and you want to protect it as it's this this living and breathing thing. And in the end of the day, it is it's that thing that will take care of you, your family, and create your legacy. So I take it very personal, right? And so you have to pay attention to it. You got to nurture it. And at the end of the day, if you are fearful of achieving what your greatest, then that is something that you might want to go see somebody about. Mm-hmm. Well said, well said. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host. We are celebrating here today our anniversary month with our very special guest, Sonia N. Williams of Shock Theory. Uh, she is a master in this digital space and technology, and we're thrilled to have her on the show today. We'll take a short message break. Be right back. And Sonia, when we come back, I want to talk about more about what this whole disruptive technology is. What is that all about, this buzz? And, and as Rafaela, our our uh, guest questionnaire today, wanted to know as well. And also, you were talking about when you got started, how you developed processes just from your background of, of working a forklift. So I want to go a little bit into detail on that as well. So stay tuned. You are listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We're not listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're not listening to Wealthy Sisters with Deborah Hartnett. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Dream big financial freedom, lifestyle change, additional income, be your own boss. If this is the life you've dreamed of, Tracy Lynn Fashion Jewelry is the business for you. This business is simple. If you can wear the jewelry, you can sell the jewelry. I've earned a $10,000 bonus check. I'm able to earn $600 to $800 per show and more. 
Visit TracyLynnJewelry.com and remember, behind every great woman are more great women. We are live back here on Wealth Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today here. I tell you, we're celebrating our anniversary month, but we want to make sure that you stay plugged in with all of our events and festivities, all of the information that we have for you, the resources. Make sure you go visit us at WealthySistersRadio.com. Again, that's WealthySistersRadio.com. You can catch this show and all of our other dynamic shows, six years of rich content just for you. Because we all are business owners, and we're independent business owners. The beautiful thing is we're independent, but we're interdependent. We need each other, and we want you to know that we are here for you as a resource. So go to WealthySistersRadio.com right now. Join our mailing list. Again, that's WealthySistersRadio.com. Well, we're live here with our very special guest, Sonia Williams of Shock Theory, and she was telling us before we went to the break, Sonia, when you started talking about how you started, you grew up in Jacksonville, and you were driving a forklift, and you took your background, your experiences, and that has helped you today. Talk a little bit about how important it is to, you know, because a lot of times people look at where they come from or they might look and see what they're currently doing right now and can't see the end or can't see a big picture. Tell them how important it is to value those experiences where they are and use that for the next level. I think the first thing people got to do is give themselves permission to succeed. Right, mm, and by giving yourself good. permission to succeed and going to the next level, it's okay. You don't need anybody else's permission to live out your purpose that you were designed for. And right. I think a lot of times people look for other uh, approval, and there is no right. other person to approve who you are and who you are meant to be in life. There isn't one. Say that again. Nobody can Say define again, you. There is right, no approval. Right. There is no, you yeah. don't need anybody approval to be all that you could be. And oftentimes what I find a lot of times is mm-hmm. people seek this permission, seek this unknown approval, and seek this mm-hmm. uh, acceptance of being mm-hmm. who they supposed to be. And that is just not mm-hmm. right. And I think at the end of the day, it's more fear, again, playing its um, part in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what, you don't got to, you don't got to subscribe to that movie. You can write your mm-hmm. own script. You can actually write what you want in your life. You just got to understand mm-hmm. that once, as you'll be, become a believer of what it is that you want, what it is that mm-hmm. your purpose is for, and start listening to your mm-hmm. conscience as opposed to trying to control your conscience, I think mm-hmm. more people have a better outcome. So it doesn't matter your economic sta- um, status. I, you know, mm-hmm. the closest I got to college was it was down the street. I've never seen the 11th and 12th grade and why that is nothing to brag, boast to brag about. The reality of the situation was that was my situation. That was my past that does not control my future. And at the end of the day, I think once you understand what you are purposefully designed for, go out and get it. And forget the fact mm-hmm. that your your friend said you can't do it, your coworker <laughs> said you can't do it, that man on that dating mm-hmm. website say wait for him, leave it all alone mm-hmm. and go do what you mm-hmm. want to do because what is going to be for you is going to be for you. So for me, I just, mm-hmm. you know, I just think that 
you lead the life that you want to live and you keep it honest, keep it very honest and do people right. One of the things that I um, talk about all the time is people do things for whatever the reason is, and I am a huge believer is if you believe in something at that moment and you are able to help somebody and it's within your power Mm -hmm. to do it and you're passionate about it, do it, do it, but don't expect anything in return. What I say Mm -hmm. is go ahead and you can give that blessing to somebody else who needs it. Right, and so people expect things in return when when you are honestly trying to help. Well, that's not really help. That is a collaborative partnership, <laughs> a deal. Right. Of, you know, and, and you're getting something back. That's not that's not really help. And they expect right. things from you of which you're like, okay, but you now I owe you. Well, come on, guys. We got to we got to wake up from the mentality that you know we always got to get something in return. And for me, um, I have done so many free websites. I have provided so much advice, and not once at any time when I decided to say I'm going to do this for you, come back and say, well, you know, you owe me something. Right? It, it wasn't that way. Right? And most people in our community want to hold the information hostage until they get a check. Well, the reality of the situation is if you know your stuff and somebody comes to you and asks you for advice, you can bet on two things. One is that they actually are not trying to do what you're trying to do. And two, they're simply trying to figure out whether or not you're the expert at what you're trying to do by you giving them the advice of which they could not do. Right. So if you don't give them the advice because you want to hold the information hostage because you think, oh, well, you're going to pay me for my services, right, I want to, you don't get that far. You really don't. Right. And if right. you think you do, hey, you know, do what you got to do. But I know right. for me, right. I decided right. to, hey, if you're going to ask me a question, I'm going to give you my honest opinion without anything, without holding anything back and without saying, you know, hey, listen, you owe me something in return. If I decided to give you that level of attention, then I'm going to give it to you without anything that you got to give to me in return. It's just not that way. And I'm a very spiritual person because I believe in the universe, right? I believe that your purpose is already designed for you. I'm not a huge fan of destiny because once you have decided to control your destiny, I mean, like, really, think about it. Destiny, people say, you know, live your destiny. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to be honest with you. Let me just put it out there. Destiny for me does not exist. Destiny for me does not exist because that is that is me saying this is where I want to be. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when you have defined your destiny or where you want in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, that place you see yourself at, you don't necessarily mm-hmm. live your purpose because your purpose could be calling you in a whole different direction, right? Mm-hmm. You could be going into mm-hmm. ministry, right, and you're fighting it because you want to be a hip-hop star. Eventually, mm-hmm. you're going to get to ministry. Now, you can make it easy mm-hmm. or you can make it hard. And a lot of times people make it hard because they're not living their purpose. Right. Right. Because they're going to go right right. back to it. And the problem is, is, you know, you're going to be 60 trying now to be a minister because they have called you. And it was so strong, it kept calling you and calling you until you eventually came. Now, you can listen Mm -hmm. earlier on or you can listen Mm -hmm. a little bit later. But either way, you're going to get to that thing called purpose. Right. Right. I decided to get to it right away. Right, 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 right. There's some, there's some major truth in that, you know, because, like you said, timing is absolutely everything, and it's it's yeah. kind of like that analogy of how um, people say, well, it costs too much to eat right. Well, you're going to pay now or pay later. <laughs> you pay with your health, you know, down the road, or you can pay with your purse, you know, right now. So either way, you're going to pay. That That is so true. That is so true. Now, 
you are, as we have been talking about, everybody knows it, uh, that know you, that you you are a genius. I mean, you, you if, I don't know if the audience picked up on this, but we mentioned that, you you know, you said you didn't attend college. That was the closest you were to a college was down the street in 11th to 12th grade. You did not see. But here you are today, a, a powerhouse. I'm an expert uh, in this whole field of technology. And our, our uh, question of all of that means, Sonia. You know what it really means at the end of the day? And um, thank you for calling me a genius because I did not know that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Most geniuses I think don't. what it really, <laughs> I, I, operate, I operate on some very basic things. And technology does too. You're simply solving a problem. Okay, you're solving a problem that more than more than just yourself is, you know, having, and that's simply that's disruption right there. So let's just say, for as an example, that mm-hmm. all right. Um, let me see one of the things that I used to do that I didn't do. So I'm gonna give an idea out there, and I think it's a major thing. It's technology, okay. but it's something more that's useful in everyday life. So being so busy, when I end up getting pregnant and you know having a child, long, long, long time ago. I was going to restaurants, and the biggest thing I hated about going to a restaurant is taking that stroller out the car and mm-hmm. taking it to a restaurant, okay? Mm-hmm. So I remember I took that stroller, and I reinvented the stroller so it became a restaurant chair. So, therefore, okay. I didn't have to struggle with this, this, this stroller. Then I had to fold it down, put it in the corner, do all this, unstrap them, undo all of that. Well, technology is just that. It is you solving some type of problem that ultimately becomes a success of everybody's using it, purchasing it, and then you going public and, you know, retiring at some some young age, right, nowadays. <laughs> so it is you coming up with something to solve a problem that exists in a world of which it everybody could ad- uh, identify with and buy it. That's just, I mean, that's mm-hmm. in its simplest nature. What problem are you trying to solve? That's the first question because it is not about actually developing the initial technology. What it is about is understanding what problem you are solving of which it could or it is everybody else's problem. So, And when you come up with the solution, you may not perfect the solution coming out the gate, but as you conduct iterations of that solution, it becomes a bit more perfect. Even Facebook mm-hmm. was not Facebook as we know it today. It started exactly. out with, you know, exactly what it was, and it ended up with what it is today, and it keeps evolving. Technology mm-hmm. evolves as your idea evolves, as, you know, people evolve. So only work mm-hmm. on what it, or think about what problem are you having. Write it mm-hmm. down because mm-hmm. you you do not have to be the one to actually code program and do all of those things, and this is the other thing I want to say mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. you can have the idea, but the difference between mm-hmm. an idea and making mm-hmm. it happen is making it happen. Because everybody, mm-hmm. I, you know, people come into my office and say, well, I want you to sign an NDA. I said, really? Well, then I'll tell you what, why don't you go to somebody else? Because what you're mm-hmm. about to say, I've probably heard it 10 million different times. What I haven't mm-hmm. experienced is the execution of which the way that you want to do it. Okay, mm-hmm, and so that's the only mm-hmm. difference between two two identical ideas is actually the execution. So stop mm-hmm. worrying about whether or not somebody's going to steal your idea, you know, and that's kind of mm-hmm. like one of my mm-hmm. pet peeves. If you think you're going to come to me and I'm going to steal your idea, if you only knew what it takes to get one idea off the ground, you probably would think differently. 
right? right. So you right. got to be passionate about being disruptive in any type of industry or solving any type of problem because if you're not passionate about it, ask how many times, you know, Google has created a product and it went absolutely nowhere, right? Because you got to understand, the person... Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The person who mm-hmm. created it is a person who was very passionate about it, and which that is the person that brought it to life, and then they were bought out. <laughs> right. That's how it goes. Disruption right. right. is all about solving an issue, and it's really not about technology at the start. And you know what? That, that is just what business is. We solve problems every day. Um, you you find a solution, and or you you know you fill a need. You know what is it that the public needs, and if you feel that need, you can create. Um, some substantial income uh, for yourself and for your family. So the whole piece of technology, I love it. You mentioned um, Facebook was one example. Uh, Google could be an example. Something like Amazon has changed the way we shop. (laughs) I can change. They just disrupted the entire music industry. (laughs) Would that be an example of this? disruption or technology? Well, interesting enough, I think um, years ago I was at a conference in Miami given Mm -hmm. by a Mm -hmm. then popular magazine, and they were having a music conference. And the music Mm -hmm. conference was about people stealing music on the Internet and music Uh artists not buying any, um, music artists not getting any of their fees because people were sharing it and selling it and all these other things. How can they stop the whole piracy thing, right? And I'm sitting in the back of this conference, and all these people from these record labels are there, and they're trying to figure out, how can we stop this beast from stealing our music? (laughs) The crazy part about the entire thing, I'm sitting looking at this conference, and I stand up and I say, I'm confused. You all are sitting up here trying to figure out how you all stop this beast from actually stealing your music or stop, you know, you know, how do you get the artist to make money um, and stop people from stealing your music? But the number one person that's sponsoring this actual conference is Apple. They're going to give your music away for a dollar. How does that work exactly? So the very beast they, that you're trying to wait a minute, wait, did your they conference. send you how out the door? Did they? So the crazy part about it is that they were experiencing change and did not know they were in the midst of the actual change that they were experiencing. I think for the moment the writing was on the wall. Hey, look, when you when 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 you know your computer became fast enough to actually compete with a studio, right? And the quality of it came. Honey, that is writing on the wall. Okay, when right. Apple comes and sponsors a music conference in the urban community that's unheard before, honey, that is writing on the wall. You right. have to be able to pay attention and capture those nuggets of people put out there for you because the writing is always always on the wall. You just got to be wise enough to read that invisible writing and make sense of it so that you understand how to prepare your strategy Mm-hmm. for it to work for you. And that's just the thing. I knew when they were sitting there that they'll never win against the Internet. You can't fight something you can't see. You can only simply get prepared for it. So the crazy part right. about it is that you, you all weren't sitting there getting prepared for it because you let it come in and actually, you know, shower you with whatever check they just wrote you. So right. at the end of the day, right. Right. you weren't trying to cut a deal with Apple. You weren't trying to figure out how you can develop a strategy to combat what it is that's happening in the industry. You let it happen on your watch. Right. You didn't. You didn't and anticipate that Sony. they would become the world's leader in music. Huh. Mhm. He went to Sony like with the Walkman. He went to Sony with that whole concept, even with the iPod. He did. You 
know. Um, so you, you, like I said, you've been able to to do well with that. What is there anything that you, you can measure and say uh, to, to our audience that they should look for? Well, the first thing is, um, is let's say for instance, you're passionate about doing something, and you go mm-hmm. and tell somebody you're passionate about it, and the first thing they say to you is that, no, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Here's the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. Get you some new friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, the first person that tells you that you can't do something, use that as energy and go do it, right? You know, you need to, you know, instead of taking it as a negative thing, you know, make it Uh your reason why you will do it, right? People make their reason Uh for failure based on somebody else's opinion. Well, that's not not real, right? Um, Right. For me, um, you have to be able to just understand what industry you're in. Excuse me, what industry mm-hmm. you're in. And so depending on what industry you're in, you see all sorts of things because we are very intelligent people. When I'm in my industry, okay, my industry mm-hmm. as a web developer, a technologist, evolved because social media overshadowed so many things. Now it's about measuring conversations and other, and other things of that nature. I knew that video would be a huge part of what social media is all about. So um, early on, I devised a plan to create my own digital content. I remember mm-hmm. mobile was becoming so popular, and it wasn't based on anything other than my own habits. I began to look mm-hmm. at my phone more so than look at television, right? Mm-hmm. So those are things mm-hmm. you got to be consciously aware of so that you can make the necessary adjustments um, and ride the wave. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just being able to see the shift in the trends, or what, like you said, and 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 I think too, uh, you know, we talk about this a lot of times. I hear people say, "Well, I went to this event, I didn't get anything from it," or "I went to this, I didn't learn anything from it," or what have you. But um, how important is it to stay involved in trade associations and networking and 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 uh, reading and and researching and staying abreast like uh, of of things? You think we do enough of that as business owners, or do you think that's important at all? Well, I look at that a little bit differently because Mm -hmm. sometimes if you're not doing what you need to do and you're out there looking at everybody else's stuff, you miss the boat anyway, right? (laughs) And while it's important (laughs) to understand who and what is in your industry, it's also as equally as important is to stay focused on what it is that you got to do to get what you're what you got going on off the ground. And right. people that just simply stay out there, go to every single conference, and every single thing. At what point do you actually start working on what it is that you need Apply to do off the ground? Are you looking uh-huh. for confirmation? Right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. once you mm-hmm. understand, you know, the industry that you're in, if you've done some research, cut it off. And go to work mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're tired of saying, I'm fit to do this, I'm fit to do that, I'm getting ready to do this, <laughs> at some point right. people are tired of you getting ready to get ready. At what point right, are you right. ready? So you got to, you know, go get your research. Go get whatever confirmation you got to get, but put a time limit on it. Put a, mm-hmm. um, you know, a cap on it to say that I'm going to buckle down and I'm going to get it done. And then you need to emerge. So you're no longer coming out the gate saying, I'm getting ready. You're coming out to mm-hmm. say, I am ready, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing about it mm-hmm. is what people, what people sometimes do that also is a little pet peeve of mine is people mm-hmm. wait for perfect. They, work, they wait for the perfect situation. 
the perfect funding, the perfect opportunity. They wait for perfect. Well, newsflash, perfect doesn't exist, okay? Right. So Not in the way that we look is, for it. Right. <laughs> not in the way that we look for it. And we look for it, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, perfect is probably on the FBI most wanted list because ain't nobody found perfect. Not a day in this lifetime, right? So if you now know that perfect does not exist, stop trying to create what it is that perfect thing. People come to me and they want to get their websites done, but they're waiting for the perfect content. They're waiting for the perfect perfect moment to get this together. Right, right. So like you get all this. Yeah, I like to do this. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then you gotta you can you can go ahead and put things in phases. And uh-huh. create what we call an MVP, your you know, uh, your minimum valuable product. Create mm-hmm. the minimum of what you need to is simply get out the gate. Because nine times out of ten what you think is going to work for you once your product is launched and you start listening to your consumers about what it is that they want you probably mm-hmm. end up adapting to what it is that they want, and you will then come back on Oprah or whatever you're going to be on after you've been nationally successful and say, hey, actually, this, this just started out as an idea that kind of mm-hmm. evolved, right? It's something that I never could imagine. Well, it probably wasn't your original idea either, right? It wasn't your original idea. Well, what you got to do is forget perfect, come out with your um, minimal valuable product, and launch. Get to launch. If you don't get to launch, what are you doing? Right, right. You'll never know. You, you won't find out what won't work and what does work until you actually apply it or implement it. That is so true. Well, that is so true. Well, the great thing about that is that's where failure actually play. The great thing about that, that's where failure play a great mm-hmm. part of it, right? It provides mm-hmm. you the research mm-hmm. and the confirmation of what you need mm-hmm. to fix mm-hmm. to come back out I mean, and swinging. Right, 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 right. You're right. I mean, that's what they say, you know, Formula 66, the reason why they call it that, because it it took them 65 tries, you know, to get the formula that they have today. (laughs) That's the name from 66 there. So, you know, you you talked about, um, Sonia, the stand in front of, we've been talking about stand in front of technology. And for those who are just tuning in, you are listening live here to Wealthy Sisters Radio. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host. We're celebrating six years this month, and we say thank you. We owe it all to you. Our guest today is none other than Sonia Williams of Shock Theory, a digital extraordinary genius. Look her up. You can go to WealthySistersRadio.com right now. Click there on our featured guest. You'll see all of Sonia's information there. And, and Sonia, you were talking about the technology. You know, we talked about standing in the front of that, and you knew um, that video was going to be important, and you knew um, that, that, that for, for businesses that they needed to be aware of that. I understand you've created this platform that is revolutionizing the speaking industry, and you've got a major, major event that's around all of that. I mean, I'm telling you guys, when you see this and hear about it, it's, you really want to be a part of it. It's, it's extraordinary. Can you share a little bit more about this major event and this major new platform that you've created uh, for speakers? Well, you know, being on the Internet or living on the Internet, anybody can be anything that they want to be. And sometimes in our community, <laughs> we don't often come out with the, the highest quality for lack of whatever that is, right? And so mm-hmm. I just simply mm-hmm. saw a lot of people trying to be a coach, trying to be a speaker. But I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I can't even play your video to even hear you talk. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's a problem. Right. Okay. Right. And so I ended up teaming up with a an extraordinary gentleman by the name of Brian Bean, who was an expert speaker. And yeah. I was so amazed mm-hmm. at what he had to teach that I was like, Hey Brian, we could do XYZ. So Brian and mm-hmm. I teamed up and we created Speakermizer. Speakermizer <laughs> is a ongoing conference. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Speaker Miser mm-hmm. is an ongoing conference that will enable anyone who wants to be a speaker or a coach or what it is that you want to be to visually and launch. So by the time mm-hmm. you leave Speaker Miser, you'll be able to understand how to pitch your product, how to write your topics for whatever it is that you're talking about as a speaker. You'll understand how to package your own brand digitally so it translates in the manner of which you need it to translate. In addition to that, mm-hmm. I'm all about results. So is he. Mm-hmm. So during mm-hmm. this particular conference, you not only can get the expert training as a speaker or a coach or get that leadership empowerment content, but you're, able to, you're going to be able to do your speaker's reel. You're going to be able to wow. have, get a professional website and a professional photo wow. show mm-hmm. during that particular mm-hmm. conference. Now, I don't think anything has been done like that before, and we're looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I mean, and on the level that this is, because the, like you said, you do see a lot of people who are speakers, and they're talented, but they may not have that, that package together to attract some of the larger opportunities that they can certainly uh, attract if they have that, that right package. So when they attend this event, they're going to be able to get a high-quality, high-grade I mean, I've seen it, you guys. I'm telling you, this video, you will look like you are in front of thousands. <laughs> it's, it's incredible <laughs> um, what they're doing, literally. I mean, to get your headshots, all of that, you know how expensive headshots are just to get three or four of, of pictures after you've taken several <laughs> to get take three home with you, that's, that's major. And also to be able to learn from one of the best, and I happen to know the gentleman, Brian Bean, been a friend of his over almost 20 years now, seeing him grow, develop, and, I mean, he has huge, huge followings all across the, the world, literally, and to have him there to be able to instruct, that's, that's a major, major partnership that you guys have there. When is this event going to be again? Well, we're asking people to sign up to Speakermizer because, again, mm-hmm. it's not for everybody because okay. it's really cost-effective mm-hmm. as well. We've kind of positioned mm-hmm. it because I understand what it's like when you're trying to launch. So we're asking everybody mm-hmm. to simply log on to Speakermizer and request the an invitation, and they'll have mm-hmm. all the information okay. that you know. But it is this summer okay. in Atlanta, okay. and it will okay. take place over a course of a weekend for three days. And you get to wow. get all of this done within that three-day period. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're no joke. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole mm-hmm. Fast Track series that we got going on, you're going to learn so much. But the thing mm-hmm. about learning is action and making it happen. And so I understand mm-hmm. what it really takes to kind of get yourself out there and get launched. And the biggest problem mm-hmm. that sometimes that we have is, oh, we'll launch, but we won't necessarily mm-hmm. launch, you know, where it. Um, does any justice for our talent. And so in this is designed to help perfect and package and polish your talent with actually launching and making it happen. So if you don't come out of this conference making it happen, that is a choice that you made, not 
on the fact that we didn't give you all the tools and the necessary assistance to get you there. Right, right. And that's speakermizer. I love that. Spell spell that out for them and tell them where they can go and, and register to get an invitation and and I, I certainly understand, you know, it is not for everyone, and you, you want to make sure you maintain the integrity and quality of the event. So those of you who know um, the quality that we're talking about, you want to go ahead and uh, definitely send the information in. Where will they go, Sonia? Well, they can go to Speakermizer, and it's S-P-E-A-K-E-R-M-I-Z as in um, Zebra. ER.com mm-hmm. or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash speakermizer. All right. I love it. I love it. Well, Sonia, this time has gone by so fast. Uh, having you back here on the show has just been a real pleasure today. I mean, what would you like to leave our audience with in final thoughts for 30 seconds? I will say this fear of failure equal no success. Mm, I like that. I like that. Fear of failure equals no success. That's powerful. That's powerful. Well, you heard it right here on Wealthy Sisters Radio from none other than Sonia N. Williams of Shock Theory. Uh, Sonia, give them your website, please, as well, where they can reach you. Okay, it's Sonia. All right, it's Sonia N. as in Nancy Williams, and that's S-O-N-J-A, the letter N, Williams.com. Awesome, awesome. Sonia, thank you so much for joining us today here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Congratulations. We want everybody to go to WealthySistersRadio.com right now. Make sure you check out all of Sonia's information, that speakermizer, everything that she's doing here uh, in the Atlanta area and all across the world. Literally, you want to be a part of that. And, And we want to thank you as well for tuning in to another great episode of Wealthy Sisters as we come to our final part of the show we talk about our power thought our power thought of today and and Sonia really really I tell you something about being aligned in one accord she mentioned it earlier in our show today when you talk about when you have a passion for something you have a burning desire for something those that are out there that you're in search of are in search of you and so I want to encourage you right now for whatever it is that you have been waiting on, whatever it is you know you're supposed to do. You could be in business right now and feel stagnated. You feel like you're stuck in a rut. Know that the end is not here. As long as you're breathing, there's still opportunity to continue to grow, to continue to move. And I love the fact that our guest Sonia earlier said that, you know, you get to a point where you realize you've really never arrived. That's a great place to be because you're always, you're you're, you're grateful. I like to say you're grateful, but you're never, never satisfied. You're not comfortable in just being in one place. You always want to grow and always want to improve. So our thought today is to step out there, know that growth is always, always your best friend, and know that you are right here living in the now, and now is time for you to take action, to do those things that you've been putting off, because everything that you dreamed, everything that you've wanted, you can't have it. You can have it. So thank you so much for tuning in to us today here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. We want to remind you that we'll be here next week, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But if you missed part of this show, 
you can download it at WealthySistersRadio.com. Remember to find us on Facebook and Twitter at Wealthy Sisters. And as always, we want to wish you and yours the best of everything. Well, now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We're not listening to wealthy sisters. 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 The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our host, staff, or partners of Wealthy Sisters Radio.